Phase 1, Lesson 2, The Fall of Man and Its Effects. Here we've got three outlines. Outline number one, what is man? Outline number two, how men fell. And outline number three, the result of the fall. Outline number one, what is man? Man is divided into three. He is a spirit. He lives in a body and has a soul. Number one, man is a spirit. We have discovered that God is a spirit. It is impossible for him to have children who are anything but spirit. In order for God the Father to communicate with his children, he must communicate with them through the spirit. Isaiah 57 verse 16. For then the, bread, the spirit of man will grow faint before me, the bread of man I have created. Genesis 2 verse 7. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the bread of life and the man became a living being. When he said, let us make men our image and our likeness, he did not mean the flesh because he is not flesh. He meant the spirit. Adam was both created and given birth. Given birth through the spirit and created through the flesh. Man lives in the flesh. We said the father lives in heaven and both he and the firstborn are spirit and they live in the spirit world. Since they both made the earth a physical realm, a world that can be touched, they also covered Adam, his second born, with the flesh in order for him to conduct the physical realm, in order for him to touch the physical things in this world. So man is not flesh, but he is covered in the flesh. As we see the flesh, so is the spirit. Job chapter 10 verse 11 reads as follows, Clothe me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews. Deadly man has a soul. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. A soul is sandwiched between the flesh and the spirit. Soul contains the mind, feelings, and emotions. Since man is a spirit, he lives by the spirit. And with the knowledge that he gets from the Father's word, he loads it into his soul, and from the soul comes actions, which means the spirit controls the mind, and the mind controls the flesh. This is how men were to live. This is what man is. If a person lacks any of the three, he can't be a man. A man is a reproduction of his father, a reproduction of Jesus, the firstborn. The father reproduced himself in both his sons, Jesus and Adam. Colossians 1 verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Romans 8 verse 29. For, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. God, God was reproducing himself in Jesus. Jesus was and is the firstborn over everything, over creation. Jesus is the likeness of the Father and so is Adam because of the word let us make men in our image in our likeness. Man is a God, a small letter God. He is in the class of God. Even though they are both of the same essence, same class, the Father will always be greater than the sons because the Father can exist without the sons but the sons can exist apart from the Father. God the Father is self-existing. He doesn't need the son to exist, but the son needs the father to exist. If God the father decides to disappear, it will be over for mankind. 
So all of them, the father, Jesus, and Adam were of the same class. They were of the same essence. If they could all think alike, they could all function alike. Man is both male and female. Genesis 1 verse 27. It reads as follows. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Before we explain this mystery, I want us to go back to what we said in lesson one. We said according to scriptures that everything was created for Jesus. This means that Adam was created for Jesus. We also said that everything was created through Jesus. This means Adam was created through Jesus. God the Father had only one son. He had only one son. John 3 verse 16. The second born came through Jesus. What God did with Adam and Eve, he first did with Adam and Jesus. When the word says he breathed into his nostrils and became a living being, that was Jesus breathing life in Adam and he became a living being. Which is why John says in his gospel that in him was life and that life was the light of men. Jesus was taken from God the Father. Adam was taken out of Jesus just like Eve was taken out of Adam. This means that Adam's spirit body was taken from Jesus. And that means Adam was likely Jesus in the first place. And we are sure because everything was created through Jesus. Adam did not come through God the Father. Mm -mm. But he came through Jesus. But both of them. Adam and Jesus came from God the Father. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. Now I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. 1 Corinthians 6 from verse 15 to verse 17. It reads as follows. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a the prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said that two will become one flesh. But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in the spirit. Just like Eve came through Adam and was to listen to Adam and learn from Adam since Adam was the one giving instructions. So Adam came through Jesus and Adam was supposed to listen to Jesus and follow after his steps because all the instructions were given to Jesus as the firstborn and as a God. John 15 verse 1 to 5, the King James Version. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he parched it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now here I glean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. This means that if ever Adam's seed, <laughs> if ever Adam's spirit dies it must be born through jesus again because there is no way he can connect back to his father except through jesus this is because in the first place he was born by god through jesus so if he must reconnect back to his father if ever his spirit dies he must go through jesus because no one can get to the father 
except through Jesus. Therefore, Jesus is the husband of us all. This tells us that God, Jesus, Adam, and Eve were one. They were of one spirit. Therefore, a spirit has no gender. All the spirits came from the father, male and female. He breathed his spirit into both of Adam and Eve, that is Jesus. It, it is often the reason why in his word he'll address us as men, whether one is a male or female. It is also why we'll find that even males are called the bride of Christ. In fact, Christ is the only one who is called a husband. And it's because of it's because Adam, whom we all came through, came through Jesus. While Adam saw <laughs> that Eve was of his flesh and blood, her spirit did not come from him. Eve's spirit came directly from God as well. Therefore, we can conclude that God, the Father, is both mother and father. First Corinthians, verse 11. Chapter 11, verse 11 and 12. In the Lord, however, a man is not independent of men, nor is man independent of woman. For as woman came from man, so also man is born of woman. But everything comes from God. Outline number two. How men fell. We have discovered that man is the duplicate of the father. We have said that man is the image and the likeness of his father. And since the father is a spirit, so man is a spirit. Based on all these findings, it is obvious that in order for mankind to function like its source, man must first think and live like his source. God the Father lives by his principles that makes him who he is, and he continues to live by those principles. If ever he does something that is contrary to his principles, his seed that makes him God will die. His spirit will die. He will cease to be God and be something totally different. This is the reason why he lives by his principles, because he can't. He just can't cease to be God. <laughs> Jesus lived by the same principles that his father lives by, and he continues to live by them because if ever he does things contrary to these principles, his spirit also will die. These principles goes for the mankind he had created in his image. They too should live by the principles that their source lives by if they are to function like him or if they are to function like they are supposed to. Before we go on further with our teachings, it is imperative that we talk about angels because they play a big role in the fall of men. But we will focus on a certain angel called Lucifer who was later known as Satan the dragon. Who is Satan and how did he come about? Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 reads as follows. Are not all angels ministering spirit sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Angels are spirit beings that God the Father had created or God the Son had created to serve the children and others were to minister to him in heaven. Since they are spirit, they were not supposed to live on earth like the children, but to do their duties not to rule or have any part in the inheritance of the children. But there was a certain angel who allowed pride to enter his heart, and he wanted to take the place of the father. He actually wanted to become our father. <laughs> or he wanted to become Jesus. <laughs> he wanted the throne of God. <laughs> but he was caught and was hurled down to earth. I beseech you to read Isaiah 14 from verse 12 to verse 20. It reads as follows. How you have fallen from heaven. O morning star, son of the dawn, you have been cast down to the earth. 
you who once laid the nations, you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of the assembly, on the utmost height of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the cloud. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you. They ponder your fate. It is the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble. The man who made the world a desert, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home. All the kings of the earth lie in state, each in his tomb, like a rejected branch. You are covered with a slain, with those pierced by the sweat, those who descend to the stones of the pit, like a corpse trampled underfoot. You will not join them in burial, for you have destroyed your land and killed your people. The offspring of the wicked will never be mentioned again. Satan was an angel, but he became wicked. After his wickedness, he was held down to earth. The only thing Satan was after was God's position, and the principle of taking someone's positions demands that you kill them, and you can have the position. He must have failed to kill God, and had to go for the child who was given authority to rule over another territory and take his position. Since Adam was given the earth to rule over it, this means Adam was the king of the earth. So Satan wanted to rule over that territory. I bet if God the Father had decided to have more than one earth and had given his children authority over it, Satan would have marched through all the territories looking for rulership because he was not content with the position that he was given, but he wanted to be served instead of serving. Even though angels are not sons, they were holy, pure, blameless, and righteous like their God. What Satan did was regarded as sinning, and he did something that was against, that was against his nature. Romans 6 verse 23, for the wages of sin is dead. As we said that God the Father lives by principles that the angels were also to live by those principles in order to function as angels. But when Satan allowed pride to enter his heart, he died. His nature died. He was no longer an angel but an evil spirit. Evil angels are not angels and are not on angels class. They are way less than angels. They are not natural. The seed of angels is them is no more. We call their seed dead because the natural seed of angels in them died. Well, Satan did not sin alone. He persuaded some angels to sin with him. Revelation 12 verse 9. Uh, please open. It reads as follows. The great dragon was held down. That ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Satan had to be punished for sinning. I want us to talk about his place of punishment and about his sentence. Matthew 25, verse 41. Please open. Matthew 25, verse 41. It reads as follows. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cast into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. After Satan had sinned, hell was prepared for him and the angels that joined him in his hypocrisy. What Satan did was a crime. Sin is a crime. When a person commits a crime, he must be jailed and serve his sentence. Unfortunately, what this dude did was an unforgivable sin, treason. We said that Satan was and is a spirit, so a spirit must be sentenced in a spirit jail. That's what hell is. It is a spirit jail. It was created solely for Satan and his angels. Let us go back to men, Adam and his, and his wife. Genesis 2, verse 16 and 17. Please open. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it 
and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of God and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. I hope you still remember that Jesus is God. <laughs> and Jesus was the one who was creating everything and he is the word of God. Meaning he was the one speaking here. Giving Adam instructions. And Adam was supposed to do what? To obey the instructions of Jesus. Okay. Remember we said that God the Father lives by the principles that God make, that makes him who he is. And that is the spirit. Adam was expected to live by those principles of heaven. So that he continues to function like a child that he was. And to maintain his status as an image and likeness of his father. Adam was the image and likeness of the father and of Jesus. In the spirit, not flesh. Genesis 3, from verse 1 to 10. I will do a short version, but I beg you to please read on your own from verse 1 to 10. But I will do a short version. Read as follows. Now the serpent, Satan, was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the fruit from the trees in the garden but god did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle in the garden of the garden and you must not eat of it or you will surely die when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate after god had made adam he did not find any suitable helper for him who will help him fulfill the purpose of multiplying the zillion seeds that were in the man. We need to remember that the animals did not come from the bosom of God, so they could not have been the best candidate to accommodate Adam. Only a person who came from the bosom of God, who was of the same essence as Adam, could be his best candidate. Genesis 2 verse 18 The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a stable helper for him. So the Lord God caused men to fall into a deep sleep. While he was asleep, he took one of his ribs and closed up the place with the flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and brought her to the man. Genesis 3 verse 20. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Adam was given a wife and he named his wife Eve. Adam was told what he must and must not do. He was supposed to teach Eve about the Lord's command. In fact, that is the duty of a husband. But Adam decided to be led by the wife, which led to sin. The wife knew nothing that the father had said because the father had spoken to Adam, just like the father had spoken to Jesus. And Jesus gave Adam the command. So now Adam must give Adam, I mean Adam must give Eve the command as the husband. All right? Eve was not in the picture at that time. God had Satan down on earth and he knew that he would kill his child in order to get his position just like Satan had done to him. Adam was the one giving all the commands and so that he'll pass on to his offspring. But he failed and became the one being led. Imagine Jesus being led by Adam. So now Adam is being led by Eve. Eve was deceived, but Adam decided to, to disobey. Did you get that? Eve was deceived, but Adam decided to disobey. If God the Father gives Jesus the commands, and then Jesus gives Adam, but then 
Jesus decides to listen to Adam instead of the father. Can you see what that means? It means Jesus would have disobeyed because Jesus was the one giving the command. So in this case, Adam was the one giving the command. He should have been the one giving Eve the command, not the other way around. So Eve was deceived, but Adam decided to disobey. When they listened to someone else instead of their father or Jesus, they sinned. They were told never to touch the tree, but they did it nevertheless. This is how men fail. They sinned and the wages of sin is dead. They were told never to touch that tree, but they did it nevertheless. This is how men fail. They sinned and the wages of sin is dead. I'm repeating this so that we will understand it. This is how they lost the image and the likeness of their father and of Jesus. When they sinned, they separated from him. They were uprooted from him. They were separated from Jesus. It was as if God was seeing a brand new being from the earth, which was like him in form, but different in spirit. Adam and Eve became a wanderer on earth. They became independent on earth. They couldn't function like God anymore because they were no longer like him. They could not have been traced from God or Jesus anymore because they were not like him. This is how the seed of the father died in them. This must have been the worst day for the father to lose his children. You understand? The father counted on Adam to bring him more children. His dream of having many children was shattered because this was Adam's responsibility and he was now only left with one son in heaven, Jesus. Hmm. We can say Adam's personal purpose was to bring God's children on earth because God had put all those children in Adam. Genesis 1.28, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. This was a command because he wanted many children. We must remember that even if Adam and Eve requested for forgiveness from God for the sin they had committed, it would not have been possible. The standard set by God himself for the forgiveness of sins is that if a person must be forgiven, a blood must be available. The only thing that cleanses spirit is the blood. A dirty blood can cover their sins, but the holy blood cleanses sins. Leviticus 17 verse 11 For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourself on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. Hebrews 9 verse 22 in fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleaned with the blood, and without a shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Therefore, life is in the blood, and at the time, there was no blood available. Animals' blood could be used, but it would not cover, I mean, it would cover their sins. Only a holy, pure blood will do the trick for them if they are to be forgiven, if they are to be reconnected back since they have, they have uprooted themselves. So only a holy, pure blood will do the trick. The question is, who on earth can supply a holy, pure, and blameless blood that is not contaminated with sin, since all the children that Adam will give birth to are already sinners? The only person who qualifies to give us the blood that is holy, pure, and blameless without any spot or contamination will be a person who is born of God, the Father, but who will not come through Adam. In other words, the person must not have a spiritual lineage that is traced from Adam, but must be traced back from God, the Father. So even if God wanted to forgive them, he would not have been possible. That would not have been possible. 
he would have been restricted by the fact that there was no blood available at that time. The only thing that stood in the way of Adam and, and, and Eve to reconnect back to their father and from Jesus, whom they came through at that time, was a holy blood. And God must sit down now and make a plan as to how we're going to get the blood. Outline number three, the result of the fall. If one doesn't understand Genesis chapter 1 to 3, that person will never understand the Bible. The Old Testament starts in chapter 1 of Genesis and ends in chapter 3 of Genesis. And what follows after that are repairs of Adam's actions. After Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, the seed of the father in both of them changed. The image and the likeness of the father changed. They were no longer children. In fact, there is no way to explain what they were. They became like Satan who didn't know who or what he was. What they could have done? That is a very good question. What could they have done? Before we even talk about what they could have done, it is important to understand that as much as God knew that Adam would flunk the test, because God really did know. He knew. Jesus knew. He gave him the command that if Adam had obeyed, none of what happened would have transpired. The, the command given to Adam at that time was enough for him to retain the whole weight to himself. So the only person who really messed us up here was Adam, who was given all that was needed to retain the head and protect us even though we were not in the picture yet. It is why he was even given the command in the first place, so that he will retain the head to himself. It is true that we sometimes think that God was at fault for giving Adam the authority in the first place, knowing very well that he will flunk the test. But a sane person who understands how he thinks will know that he doesn't ask us what he has not given us first. Jesus knew that he was given that the task of creating. So he wanted to give Adam as well the authority of that creation. Hmm. Adam did not know the truth at that time. He was only given the command. Remember, the truth came later when Jesus, who created the world, had come to tell of it. But Adam was not given the truth. And he did not need it. The only thing he needed at that time was that command and everything would have been fine for all of us if, if he kept it. Even our physical parents don't tell us things we are not yet ready, ready for, but they give us information as we grow. Same thing holds true for Adam. He was not yet ready for the truth. But the command was enough for him to retain the world and protect us. Adam and Eve had the authority over the world. They could have had Satan further down to hell. If Adam had gone to his father before eating of the forbidden fruit and explained what Eve had done, surely his father would have told him what to do. Most people might ask what kind of a father does that to his children, who let an evil spirit like Satan go to earth where his children are, and why didn't he send Satan straight to hell? But he is the kind of a father who knew Adam had the same authority he has in heaven. He knew that Adam was, was his image and likeness. So he could have had Satan further down to hell where he belongs. He knew he had given Adam powers to do whatever he wanted in order to obey him. He knew Satan was just a dead angel who was nothing compared to his child. He knew that since Adam had the authority, he could do whatever pleased him with it. So Adam had the power and authority to deal with Satan the same way God had dealt with him in heaven. God would not have done that for Adam. Why would he do that for him when he had given him all the authority and the power 
over the earth. God had no say over the earth after he had given Adam all the authority and power over it. We need to understand the law of the seed. Right? Genesis 1, verse 12 to 13. Please open. It read as follows. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants, bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with the seed in it, according to their kind. Adam was the second born from his father, but he was the first born on earth, and that made him the leader of the earth. If Adam had maintained his status, his image and likeness, he would have brought forth the image and likeness of the father. He would have brought forth another Jesus's. You understand? Because he was the likely Jesus. So he would have brought forth another Jesus's. Like him. The first child he could have brought forth would have been the same as his father. Mm. The law of the seed states that the seed will always reproduce from its kind. In other words, the seed will always reproduce itself. Adam was the root of the earth. Whatever decision he takes would affect the zillion seeds that were in him. Since Adam was our root, our leader, that made him our earthly parent. He was our patriot, our founder on earth. But since Satan killed him and took that position upon himself, Satan then became the father of all the seeds. Please read John 8 verse 38 and 1 John 3 verse 10 on your own. And also please read Genesis chapter 5 verse 3. It says that Adam gave birth to a son who had his own image and likeness. What does that mean? It simply means that Adam gave birth to a dead seed. He gave birth to a child of Satan, the child of the world. Satan knew that if he waited for Adam to bring forth all these zillion seeds in him, he would bring forth the image and likeness of God. So he had to rush to him. He had to ruin the seed that was in him. He had to separate him from God and rule him. Satan had to kill that seed that was in Adam and the other zillion seeds in Adam would die as well. Satan also knew how he could get the seed to die because he knew how his seed died. He knew that sin would always kill the seed. Even David declares that he was a sinner before he was conceived. Psalms 51 verse 1 Surely I was sinful at bed, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Therefore, death is not an event, but it is a state of being. As we have seen, it was not the flesh that died after they had sinned, but their spirit the spirit seed. According to the records, Adam died after 930 years, which was proof enough that it was not the flesh that died, but his spirit. They were no longer children of God. They were fatherless, and they were regarded as nothing. No one to take care of them. They had a dead nature. They were wanderers on earth. The law of heaven was not going to help them anymore because it was not good for them. Nothing could help them. They had to help themselves. God's wrath was on Satan because Satan was now his enemy since he took the things of, oh, 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 of God without permission as his own and killed his children and made them his slaves. Adam became his enemy as well because he, he was dead. Remember, he was dead. So he was dead. God, he was dead. He was just dead. And also because he gave God's enemy what had belonged to him as his inheritance, which actually means that Adam sold his inheritance and his birthright to Satan. And according to Genesis 25, verse 31 to 34, God the Father hated when a person sells his birthright. Anyway, they couldn't call him father because they were dead and belonged to Satan. Everyone who would come on earth now would be born dead. 
In fact, the word born can't be given to anyone who is brought on earth because the seed is born dead. We could say everyone exists but not born because whatever comes from the womb comes dead. Men and Satan were alike. Since man was a spirit, he was spiritually dead. Romans 5 verse 12 reads as follows. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all men because all sinned. For before the law was given, sin was in the world. So death is not an event but a state of being because all are born in a dead state. Since men sinned, he needed to serve his sentence. Where, where will men serve his sentence? We said that Satan sinned and because of it, his final abode will be hell because hell is a jail for the spirit. Adam was a child, but after sinning, his seed died. So he was dead and he had to be jailed for the sin he had committed. Adam was a child of Satan then and his father Satan had to go to jail. Adam had to follow his father as well. He had to be where his father would be. Hell was no longer for Satan alone, but it was for him and his children. Adam had to go to jail. His wife had to go to jail. Their children had to go to jail. Men did not need to sin after that to go to jail. Uh -uh. Having a dead seed was enough. People are not sent to hell because they do wrongs. But they go to jail because the seed in them is dead. They go to jail because they must be with their father, Satan. Because Satan is going there. God the Father, I mean God the Father and Jesus, the firstborn, are alive. All the living must stay in heaven. So hell is for those who are dead, the place of the dead. If the seed is dead, that person must go to hell. Thank you.